0: Man, are you ready to hear the word of the Lord this morning? Zechariah chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, Not by might, nor by power, But by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Father, we're just thankful for your word today. Thank you, Lord, that I believe, Father, we're grateful for these 15 years. But, Lord, I'm just living with anticipation and expectation of what you're doing. And, Father, um, nobody can take credit for this. I believe we're in the middle of a sovereign move of God at Landmark Church. And, Father, I'm just grateful for lives being transformed. And, Father, as we pray all the time, help us not to spoil it. Help us not to mess it up. We just want your spirit to move, and we want to get out of the way and let you be you. And, Father, we just want to be instrument vessels for your honor. So, Father, we're just grateful for these moments. Help us to hear what we need to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hi, turn around high-five somebody and tell them you're glad to see them, and you may be seated. <clears throat> It, excuse me. If you will give me just a few minutes, um, I do have what I feel like is a word, but it's a lot shorter. I I, I realized um, that there was something going to be happening today, and so um, I didn't know what was going on. But anyway, I felt like I knew the baptisms were going to take a while, so in my mind, I, I don't have a lengthy message prepared, but um, I do have a word for you today. I want to just jump right into this and kind of lay the the quick foundation of what's going on here. And this is Zechariah prophesying. But he's prophesying in this portion specifically to a man by the name of Zerubbabel. Everybody say Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel. I don't have any reason for you saying that. It's just a kind of cool name to get to say. But Zerubbabel was the prince, the governor of the province. And he takes back the first wave of people that come out of Babylon back into their homeland, and they immediately began to rebuild the temple. And I don't have time to go into all this today, but the temple was in a very important part of the, of the culture. It was uh, obviously it's where the Spirit of God was, where worship took place, but there's a lot more to it as well. But that's where they began to rebuild, and immediately when he begins to rebuild the temple, he begins to have opposition. He's trying to do the right thing and he has opposition. Have you ever felt that way before that when you're trying to do the right thing? I believe sometimes it happens this way. When you're doing the wrong thing and you're kind of serving the devil's camp, he might leave you alone a little bit. But when you begin to do the right things, it's like you have this big bullseye on your back all of a sudden because the enemy wants you back. He wants to pull you back. He wants you back to where you were at before. But in that moment, I believe what happens here: Zerubbabel is doing the right things. He's trying to do the right thing he's he's leading the people but he feels the opposition and I love in that moment the Lord speak Because there's times we need to hear from the Lord. We need the Lord to speak to us. And in that moment, God speaks and says, Zerubbabel, I've got a word for you. And hear it. It's simply this Zerubbabel. It is not by your might and it's not by your power that any of this is going to be accomplished. If the temple is going to be built, it's not because you did it. It's not because you're strong enough. It's not because you're powerful enough. But Zerubbabel, it is only because of the Spirit of God that this is going to be accomplished in your life. And we just saw all these people come up out of the water. And I believe we're seeing on a regular basis people being transformed and lives being changed. And we're seeing people set free. What I love about our church right here is people sit side by side, shoulder to shoulder. Some of you come from nice houses. Some of you literally have been homeless days ago. But when you walk in here off the street, we are all one. You can't tell what anybody's got. You can't tell who's better. Nobody's better than anybody else. When you come up out out of the water, you come up as a brother and sister. It is not about you coming out of this thing being better, but the truth is, this we have come from different places and we have different obstacles in our life. Some of you are need to walk in forgiveness in an area, some of you got anger you're working on, some of you have got addictions you're trying to overcome. And I want you to know today, whatever it is you are needing, it will not happen by your might and it will not happen by your power, it will not happen because you have enough money or because you you have enough control of life it will only happen by the spirit of god that is the only way you're going to overcome we tried in our own strength and it doesn't work we tried in our own power and it doesn't work and god just wants to remind you today it is not by your strength or your power but it's by his spirit says the lord of hosts amen, amen. you see i believe that god wants to give us an infilling of his spirit to empower us I love the story at the woman at the well, and here Jesus is talking to this woman, and he says to her, He says, Give me a drink. And then he says to her, If you knew who it was who asked you for a drink, you would ask me for a drink because I can give you water and you'll never thirst again. I can give you water that will be a fountain that keeps going and fills you to overflowing. And I believe this I believe that we need the Spirit of God in our life because He wants to quench the thirst. Some of you have been looking for something and longing for something. And you've tried all these things. You've tried stuff. And you've tried relationships. And you've tried all these things trying to fill the void. But the good news is today, the one thing that's going to fill it is a man by the name of Jesus. And he wants to give you his spirit today to let you know you can't do it, but he can. And if you'll be surrendered to him, if you'll give everything to him, if you'll realize you can't do it, but he is greater than you, then all of a sudden we're in a series called Holy Yours because Because we are being reminded that every part of us, we're not, listen, I'm tired of fake Christianity. I'm tired of Christians acting one way in church and acting another way outside the doors. I'm tired of people acting churchy and religious in here. Or you know what, when the preacher shows up on the aisle at Walmart, they begin to hide things in their basket. And they begin to get all churchy and religious. Their language gets all cleaned up. And I mean, they start talking King James. Bless you, brother. So good to see you today. But here's the truth. All of us come in. We got junk we're working on. We got stuff God's doing in us. He is sanctifying us, and we are wholly His, and we are realized in our life that we have to have His Spirit to do this. That is the only way it's going to be accomplished. Amen? Amen. And then I love this, that God asks a question, but He doesn't ask it to Zerubbabel. He asks it to the problem. Zerubbabel is facing what seems like to him a mountain. He's facing this problem, this obstacle, and God looks at the mountain and he says, Who are you, great mountain, that before Zerubbabel you can't be brought low? In other words, there is nothing that I can't accomplish. And you know what? You think your problems are bigger than God, but I want you to know today we serve the kind of God who can take a mountain and he can level that thing and you can walk across on straight ground. We serve the kind of God who takes issues in our life. And even though we all go through things, we go through suffering and pain and we go through loss at times, but we recognize who is with us on the journey. We recognize who is walking with us and whatever we're facing today he says what are you what, what are you problem that you think you're too big It's the same idea that Paul says in Romans if God be for you who can be against you That's faith. That's faith. And we need faith to rise up in us to realize if God is for us, there is nothing that's against us. God's not angry at you. He's not mad at you. He's not wanting to hurt you. God is simply wanting you to experience his love and his freedom, his peace, his joy that can change you. And all of a sudden, you go out and you begin to change your community because you realize, I can't do it, but he can. And every mountain can be brought low through his power Amen? And then he says this. He says, the capstone, and I had to look that up and do a little bit of research on what is the capstone. The capstone was kind of the final thing on the temple. He was going to literally cap it off. It's this final piece that's going to be laid. And when this capstone is laid, it is finished. It is completed. And I love, let me read this to you again because I love these words. Here's what God says. Who are you, great mountain before Zerubbabel, that you shall become a plain? And he, he's talking about, he's talking about, if you put that verse up for me, if you don't mind, because I love the fact that the he there is not capitalized. So he's not talking about the Lord. He's talking about Zerubbabel. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace grace to it. In other words, what God is telling Zerubbabel is this. Zerubbabel, I'm going to make sure that the completion happens. I'm going to make sure it's finished. I'm going to make sure that this is done with. I want you to know today that he that began the good work in you will complete it. God's not going to give up on you. God's not going to quit on you. He that started it is going to finish it. And when you put your trust in him, he is going to make sure it is done till the end. He is the out and the omega. He doesn't start it and walk off the job. He will be with you till the end and so when you begin to realize the capstone that is coming on your life, whatever you're going through right now, God's going to see you through on the other side. He's going to see you victorious through Jesus Christ on the other side because I believe what God is doing in you, he is able to accomplish it. He is able to complete it by his spirit. Amen. Amen. If the worship team will join me, I'm almost done. But this is the key to it all. He'll bring it forth the capstone with these two words grace, grace. Grace, the unmerited favor of God. We understand mercy is I don't get what I deserve. I fall on the mercy of the court. I don't, I don't, I ask please, and I don't get what I deserve. But grace is I get what I don't deserve. And I believe what, what boy is shouting is, God, I don't deserve all this. God, I don't deserve the blessings in my life. God, I don't deserve how good you've been to me. All my life you have been faithful. God, I don't deserve it, but it's grace. It's grace. And today, every single one of us can lift our hands and shout to the Lord, grace, grace, because it is by God's grace we are where we're at today. Listen, it is by God's grace that all these people came up out of the water today because God's grace has set them free. God's grace has redeemed them and restored them restored their life. It is by God's grace and God's goodness that all of a sudden we begin to see things happen and Landmark Church, make no mistake about it, what we are seeing God do right now is all because of the grace and the goodness of God. No person can take credit for what God is doing right now. And I want you to know, we'll have Vision Sunday in a few weeks to talk about what we're going to do with all of this because I I love what's happening. Let me just throw some vision to you now. I believe with all my heart, this is not just a churchy cliche that I'm trying to use. I do believe that what God has for us, the best is yet to come. That I believe God wants to use this place to continue to be a a people, use my words, a people that go forth to change our community. To see the love and the light of Christ make a difference outside of these walls. And listen, what God is doing right now, setting people free, I wish I had time to tell you. I I wish I had time for people to come up and grab a mic and give you testimony after testimony after testimony. You'd be blown away by some of the people sitting right here in your midst. Some of you would be surprised who comes to our services. People of notoriety that you wouldn't even realize. They had gone through struggles that that the news knew about. They now sit here in our seats. Because God has set them free. And I wish I could tell you story after story after story after story. But I can just tell you this. It is not because of one person doing anything. I'm grateful to be your pastor. But the truth is this. We are all in this together. We 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 are brothers and sisters standing side by side. And the truth is this we are going toward what God has for us and I believe it's only because of God's grace and if we ever get that out of line I believe God can take what's happening now away from us like that if we begin to take on pride and arrogance and think that we are the cause of any of this the truth is this it's not about being prideful and arrogant it's about realizing that what what God is doing to see people's lives changed we just want to be a vessel to help guide what he's doing. He's doing it. We want to be, just help God. We want to help along the way. We're just going to do our part to let your spirit move. And we're just going to, we're going to step out of the way. You're leading us. We're just going to be the one, the vessels that you use along the way to help that happen. And today, I want you to know whatever you are facing, some of you came in here. I'm, I'm thankful for a celebration Sunday. I'm thankful we can celebrate, most importantly, the baptisms. But I I appreciate you celebrating me and my family. But listen to me. Some of you walked in here today, and you don't feel like celebrating. You walked in here today, and you're struggling. Let's be honest. I like being real at Landmark Church. You're struggling today. You're struggling with some issue. You're struggling with a person. You're struggling with circumstances. You are in the middle of a struggle. And today, I just came with some news that God says... He's going to help you get through it, but it's not going to be because of you and your strength. It's going to be because as you surrender, it is His, His power, His Spirit that helps you to overcome. And today, what you need is an empowering by the Holy Spirit. You need to be full to overflowing. So in a moment, I want you to stand to your feet. In a moment, we're going to sing this song. By the way, I love how the Holy Spirit does this. Yes, you can stand to your feet right now. I love how the Holy Spirit does this. Um, I didn't look at our, our song list before I picked out the scripture. And the first line is, put that first line up there if you guys don't mind. There's a name that levels mountains. Who are you great mountain that you shall not be brought low? Who are you? And listen, some of you are facing something today. And, and you need to look, look and say, I've got a God who's big enough to look my problem in the eye and say, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And right now, you need strength. So I'm going to ask, because they sing this song, if that's you, if you just need some power today to say, I want to be empowered. I know we, we moved some seats up today. We got room. I want you to get out of your seat. Come down here. Stay into the aisle. But you say, I want the power of God to strengthen me. Right now, come on, get out of your seat, and I'm going to pray over everybody after we sing this song. Come on, come on, amen, come on.